witness, bear witness to the greatest park has ever created, the smelling salt starring Mr. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. Fimo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Loma. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Canela. Hook white crowds, smelling salt. Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. Charlo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Spence. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Bud. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Fury. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. Wilder. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. AJ. Yeah, yeah, get the smell of salt. You know I'ma knock him out, get the smell of salt. Punch. Ooh, baby, you already know this is Pong, Drunk, Boxing, aka Mr. Moo. Won't shine himself. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this side of heaven. God bless you all. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a great night of boxing, y'all. It was a great night of boxing this past Saturday. Y'all already know Earl, the truth, Spence, coming back from his car accident. Thank you, God, that he's here today. Thank you, God, for giving this man another second chance of life, giving him another second chance for his career to be a better man, to be a great, a great superhero, great father to his beautiful daughters and a newborn son. Shout out to Earl the Truth Spence, the champion. Earl the Truth Spence. Earl the Truth Spence, still undefeated. Unified, welterweight chapter of the world, WBC, IBF. Defeated. Danny Swift Garcia. Former welterweight champion of the world, former 140 pound unified champion of the world. It was a great fight. And matter of fact, I had it closer than what the judge gave it to, man. I had it closer than what the judge gave it to, but I explained that a little, little, little later. Little, 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 little later. Shout out to Josecito Lopez and the beating of the Hella Santana. I don't know what the hell, what is it? What is the referee's name? Neil Young? The hell, man? You gonna see this man getting beaten? And what about his corner dude with the Mohawk? The hell is your problem, man? You gonna let Francisco Santana getting beaten up, beaten up like that, man? It's not worth it. I mean, if you go on at least win a couple of rounds, and then you be like, okay, he got something left. For damn, he had nothing. He was bobbleheaded the whole, <laughs> yo, throughout the whole fight. That's dangerous in the sport of boxing, man. Referee, you supposed referee in the corner, you supposed to protect your boy, protect the fighters, man. That's your job. But shout out to Josecito Lopez too, man. It looked like after that, Keith Thurman, he just have a new new level of confidence, new level. Shout out to Rob Garcia, man. Yo, that gym is hot. That gym is hot, man. Breeds champion, breeds champion. Um, shout out to all the men and women that step inside that ring this past Saturday and any other day, Friday, Billy Joe Saunders. Um, good, 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 good boxing, good boxing. He was uh, good boxing, good boxing. I mean, I mean. I, I I'm still I'm still bitter I'm still bitter with, with, with Billy Joe Saunders because he tested positive with steroids when he was supposed to fight Demetrius Andre and Demetrius Andre can't get a fight and Demetrius Andre boo 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 he's boo booing everybody out when he was 154 he booed everybody out to the 160 now he's 160 he's booing everybody up to 168 he go to the 168 he's gonna be booing everybody to 175 he can boo 170 he go to the 175 he go boo 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 everybody to the heavyweight division oh my fault the bridge. The bridge weight, the new weight class. <laughs> the new, my fault, my fault. My fault is the bridge weight. Oh man, yo, it was a good fight. Um, and recently they just announced Flo and me where they're gonna be fighting Logan Mother Effing Paul. Logan Paul, Flo and me were the February 20th. How more? How how much more can you make a mockery out of the damn sport? Come on! How much more, man? Come on! 
Come on, Floyd. But let's touch base a little bit on this on this the big fight, the big fight with Earl Spence and, and Danny Son Garcia. Um, I projected this fight that was gonna be a, a draw, but throughout the throughout throughout the year, I've been saying, man, Earl Spence is 55-45 gonna be. He just had more tools in the toolbox than, than Danny Son Garcia. Um, I just had to draw because I felt if Danny Son Garcia by now should understand that the only the root the, the, the thing that fails him the most. It's his punch output. The thing that fails him the most is that he waits to be second instead of being first. He sits, he sits and wait for counter punching instead of him going out there and creating, going out there and setting the tone and setting the pace. And I've seen Danny So Garcia done it before. So I said, you know what? If Danny So Garcia goes with this approach because Earl the True Spence, he's gonna be in the inside. He's gonna come for you. He's going to be there to be hit because he does stays in a straight line. But he's very, very fundamentally sound. Fundamentally sound. Earl Spence does everything right. And he got grit and he got heart. If you catch him with a punch, he's going to come right back with two. You catch him with two, he's going to come back with three. If you catch him with back three, you know, keep going, keep going. You know the motherfucking math. You know the math. But Danny Suf Garcia, even though that his punch count was okay, just wasn't enough. And we already know that Earl Spence output is, output is one of the best in the sport of boxing, especially in the welterweight division. Especially in the one of the welterweight division, probably the best. Earl the true Spence has proved that he is the number one welterweight because of the work that he's put in already. Now, also, we got to be talking about what Keith Thurman said in the recent interview. He said Keith Thurman said that Earl Spence is li- that Earl Spence is living in his shadow. Now, if you know the sport of boxing, you already know that Keith on Tom Thurman beat Bundu. Earl Spence went and fought Bundu and beat Bundu. Y'all already know I gave a massive credit to Keith on Tom Thurman. Y'all already know, yo, subscribe to the channel Punch Wrong Boxing. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Y'all already know if y'all haven't, man, y'all missing the greatest YouTube channel goddamn in the world. Goddamn, you already support your boy. Support your boy. Um, And... Keith Thurman got massive, massive, massive credit, which he they put him on the pound for pound list. Especially when he unified the titles, he beat Sean Porter and Danielson Garcia back to back. Now, well, 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 forward to today. I mean, yesterday, this past Saturday, we have a unified champion. Of course, he got the unified uh, um versus Sean Porter, but he went back to back. Sean Porter, Danielson Garcia, deja vu. I seen this before. I seen it before. So, you know what? I understand that Errol Spence have said in a recent interview that he just doesn't want to give Keith Thurman a chance. He doesn't want to give him a fight because he felt, Errol Spence felt that Keith on Tom Thurman didn't give him a shot when he was asking for it. But I do believe that just the timing was never right because, of course, when Keith Thurman unified the titles March 2017, Earl Spence at that time was working to be a mandatory and about to get the fight with Kell Brook that happened May 2017. 2017, March. So, the, so there was no... And then after the fight with Danny Sof Garcia, Keith Thurman had surgery, uh, had elbow surgery, hand injury that stayed out for almost two years. So yeah, you're going to call out, but you're calling a guy that's, that, that's not even fit to fight. 
So it's easy for the fans to eat it up And it's easy for a lot of YouTube content creators And a lot of um, independent media a lot of, a lot of these There's a lot of channels out there That's Earl Spencer's the poster board to their channels And they got a lot of traffic And if you if you enter all these channels then you, then, then you could be misled But there was no way Between 2017 Between that And when he fought Excuse me And he came back and fought Jose Cito Lopez That that fight was gonna happen End of the day, you already know these guys are managed by the same guy, Al Heyman. Shout out to Al Heyman. Advisor and manager, prestige. And then when he came back, he needed to get back here. Of course. It's just like Manny Pacquiao. I don't want Manny Pacquiao to fight Earl Spence after almost two years layoff. Nah, it's not smart. We know it's not smart. And he's coming out of surgery. We know it's not smart. We're boxing heads. But then, that after the Josecito Lopez, then you can say, you what? You know what? Yeah, 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 Earl Spence. And, and Keith Thurman, but remember, even that time when Keith Thurman announced he was going to come back this date, there was, there was already a fight with Earl Spence and Michael Garcia that was announced a pay-per-view fight. So let's not be fooled here, and maybe y'all want to be fooled, but there was no time in, in Earl Spence that was going to be fighting Keith and Tom Thurman, unless if Keith and Tom Thurman would have said no to Manny Pacquiao for Earl Spence. Okay, maybe, right there. That's good. But then if Earl Spence was going to get back in the gym for three more March, May, June, July, is he going to do it right away after the Mikey Garcia fight? I don't think so. The timing is not right. But if you got hooked winking thinking that Keith Thurman was ducking, then you believe whatever you want to believe. But if you really, really want to be real and be unbiased, just check the timeline. And before that, Earl Spence was not rated in the WBA and the WBC. He was in the IBF route. I mean, if you really wanted that fight, then you would have gone to the IBF, to the WBC or the WBA. We already know that what sparked this Earl Spence and Keith and Tom Thurman was Floyd Mayweather. Call, uh, it was Keith Thurman calling out Floyd Mayweather. Y'all already know Floyd Mayweather fought uh, Marcos Maidana. They elevated Floyd on um, Floyd Mayweather to Super WBA, in which Keith and Tom Thurman was the number one rated WBA in the ranks. Sitting there since 2013, he wanted Floyd Mayweather. Nobody was talking about Earl Spence around that time. I said, Floyd Mayweather mentioned Earl Spence's name. If you fight this guy, then you could fight me. There begins this quote-unquote duck duck from Earl Spence. It was just motivated by the fans of Floyd Mayweather. And then... Earl Spence have adopted the, the fans of Floyd Mayweather as well. I mean, of course, his own fans as well. And this has been going. That's why Earl Spence. I've been calling you since 2015, and everybody been eating it up. But he was not in position. He was not even ranked top 15 welterweights. He was never in position to get that fight. So let's fast forward. So Earl Spence, beautiful win, beautiful win, um, back to back. Danny Sof Garcia. Um, Sean Porter, beautiful win. I told everybody that he's a hundred percent. Stop mentioning the car crash because, of course, I just didn't want to take the. I just didn't want to devalue um, Danny Garcia if he does have a chance to. If he would have had a chance to beat Earl Spence, then p- people would have just blamed it on the car crash, and that wasn't fair. So if Earl Spence said he was a hundred percent, I'm gonna take his word for it. Is Derek James said he's a hundred percent, which I respect as well. He was a, and he was a, a professional fighter himself. He would not put. Earl the Truth Spence in harm's way like that. Who's also in his corner is Earl Spence's dad, a, 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 a you know a, a stand up a stand up guy, um, great family man, and he would not have his son there, not hundred percent. 
You understand what I'm trying to say? This guy comes from a great family, a great background, and they're not here thirsty for money. Okay, so I know for sure Derek James wouldn't put no Earl Spence if he was 100, 100%, and his father wouldn't put him in there, which he, his father isn't always in his corner. Also, also, Al Heyman, an advisor, one of the most prestigious advisor, and he cares about his fighters like none other, cares about his fighters. Just ask Paul Williams, cares about his fighters. I mean, the story of, 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 Earl, of, of, of Al Heyman and his brother, this is the reason why he looks out for his fighters. You think that Al Heyman, knowing that he's not 100%, would advise Earl Spence to fight Danny Garcia? No. So I knew, and the doctors also cleared Earl Spence. So I knew from the beginning he's 100%. I'm taking their words and, I, and the respectable minds around him, you know, in his corner, in his camp. Of course, he was 100%, so I just wanted people to stop mentioning it in the build-up of this fight. I understand the storyline, but it was just too, too, too much. Um, and I wanted everybody to get there just doing. Look, it's beautiful right now just seeing Earl Spence, you know, coming down the aisle. And, you know, he probably could probably had around this time. He would have never been here. But for the grace of God and his glory and his man and, oh, man, the almighty God, man. He works in so in mysterious ways. And he's a good, good, good man. God is great. Um but it was a good fight. Um, and a lot of people was arguing. A lot of people think that it was that it was real, real wide. And I'm gonna go to the scorecard right quick. It wasn't that wide to me. I think it was a it was a close fight. I did the play by play. I always do the play by play on, on, on fights, um, especially the ones that people are very, very intrigued about. Um, I take very, very much pride in, in, in calling fights, very much pride. Um, my integrity all the way high when I'm calling out fights. I don't didn't have no dog in the race. And I saw a lot of swing rounds. I see a lot of close rounds. And meaning a lot of swing rounds, meaning that, you know what, if there's a, a round that is a swing round, I might give it to somebody. But you know what, if it, 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 could, it could go the other way and I'm all right, perfectly great, good with that. You feel me? So I, I had three swing rounds. I had three swing rounds in, in, the, in, the, in this fight, you know? So... It could have it could have been a four one four it could have been a draw in my scorecard and it could have been a one fifteen one thirteen um um Earl Spence it could have been a one sixteen one twelve in which a lot of judges two of the judges gave it those scores to me are are, are I won't argue with those with those scores now some of you may be like damn that's crazy come on one fourteen one fourteen how you come up with that because of the swing rounds if you give all the swing rounds to Danny in which I only gave him one swing round. One swing round or two swing rounds, and you give it to Earl. You know, you, if you give it all to Danny's one fourteen, one fourteen. I don't think that Danny So Garcia won this fight. I don't think he won this fight. But one fourteen, one fourteen. You give him all the swing rounds. And what do you mean by swing rounds? A lot of people feel like Earl Spence. Yeah, he did great with the jab. But remember, the jab is secondary. The power punches is primary. This is what I do believe, though. I do believe, and you could agree or disagree. I'm not perfect at this. All I'm saying is I take a lot of pride in doing this. And you know what? Nine out of ten, I come out right. This is probably one of the scorecards that probably was wider than any other scorecard I ever had um, in, in reference, in comparison to to the scorecard that was given. This fight. Look, I had a 117-111, the Lomachenko and Teofimo Lopez, and they had it a draw, and I think that was, that, that was effing wide. Hell no, you know, but whatever. It's subjective. That's why everybody got a different scorecard. Even the judges, even the three judges, they're basically almost never the same. But um, 
with 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 Earl with, with Earl Spence, the jab, great jab, great jab. And you know what? Got to give kudos also because Danny Swift Garcia and his father never really accept losing. You know, they carried it. Um, Danny Swift Garcia carries himself like a champion, but he always feel like he won the fight. Every fight, he always feel like he won the fight. And this is the first time. This is the first time Danny Swift Garcia said, "You know what? I could have done more. I could. Uh, I should have done more." And he gave it all to Earl Spence and his father, a crazy angel. I never seen this. I never seen crazy angel so humble in my life after a fight. So you already know, man. Hands down, Earl Spence won the fight just by looking at that. Some, and the scorecards might be irrelevant, but I'm just saying, you know, to back up my claim, to back up my claim. Um, I think that people's looking at this fight like this, and I really, I truly, really think so. And I, and I, I've done it before, and where I might want to see a, a, I might. Um, I'm eager to see a fight, right? But I'm really paying attention to one fighter. So I'm actually, sometimes I'm looking at a fight and I'm just paying attention to what he's doing. I want to see what he's going to do good. I want to see if he's the same. So I'm actually just looking at his work and then not really look at the other person's work, but actually just looking at his work. And I do think that in a lot of these rounds, I think the people, I think the commentating was horrible, horrible, horrible. The commentating was horrible. I just wish that Paulie Mananaji, Roy Jones Jr. just come back into the, into, into the commentating booth, man. I think they can help out Fox tremendously. Um, so I had it, I had it, it, it was, it, it was, it was, again, you look at Earl Spence because you want to see if he's okay, if he's back. Is there any type of false movement and is any slippery or anything that he lacks since since the accident? You know, I think that people were so dialed in on Earl Spence that when he was just doing his thing, it was like it was extra pumped for Earl. Spence. Oh yeah, like if you see the first round, oh yeah, he's good. The second round, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see, let let let, let TV could take a punch, and I think it was all about that. Like, if you hear the commentating, because I saw it three times. I saw this fight three times. I scored it twice. And, and, and then I, and my third time, I wanted to make sure I got the swings round the way I had it when I was watching it live. And um, so I'm watching, I'm watching the commentating for the first time because I usually watch it. I usually watch a mute. I usually watch the, the, um, the fight mute because I do the live commentary on my own channel with Punch Drum Boxing. Um, so... I'm looking at I'm I'm, I'm looking I'm, I'm looking at the fight and I'm listening to the commentary. And I'm like, yo, I just seen for three rounds the eighth, the ninth, tenth, and I seen Danny Sub Garcia landing right hands very accurately to the solo plex as well. And these guys ain't saying nothing about Danny Sub Garcia's work. It's all about it was all about Earl Spence coming back. Earl Spence looking stronger. He's looking stronger than before. He got grit. He's gonna wind down. It was only about what what Earl Spence. Is doing what they expect him to do. What they're, what they're happy of seeing. Um, if he could take the punch. It was all about that. So if you're looking as a fan. And then. Goose. Oh my God. And look. They had. Danny Sue Garcia only winning two rounds. For me. That was out of line. They, they wasn't watching the fight like that. They were just watching Earl. In my opinion. So. Earl looked at great. Earl looked at like Earl. Nothing changed. He was just up. He was on B. He was on in tune. I did think that Earl, that Daniel Garcia hurt him a couple of times. I remember there was once, I don't know if it was the ninth or the tenth round, in which Earl Spence's leg was like out of it. There was another round in which um um Daniel Garcia caught him with a one two and he went he went back to the to to the stool, looking his head down, like, oh, like, you know, that one hurt. Um 
but constant professional. He could take. He's a chin. A lot of people talk about Gary. Uh, um, um. A lot of people talk about Danny Silva Garcia's chin, but yo, Earl Spence is his. He got the chin. He man, this dude is 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 almost made out of steel, man. He's made out of steel, y'all. <laughs> he's made out of steel, man. But Danny Silva Garcia was doing great work as well. Great counter to the body, great right hands, great right hand to the solo plex, in which there's a lot of things that I said in the in, in, in the prediction I wish that he could do that he was actually doing, but he just needed to do more, in my opinion. And um and and it's and of course when you score in a, 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 a boxing bout, remember is clean effective punches, in which both guys was landing clean effective punches. Um jab, jab secondary, power punches is primary, right? Effective aggression in which Earl Spence did win most of that effective aggression. He was the aggressive most of the rounds, most of the fights. And then if it was a close fight in the punch count in which they, the commentator, was horrible also in a copy box. Horrible, horrible. Even in the Josecito Lopez fight. Um, that was horrible. Um, effective aggression. Ring generalship. Who sets the pace? And, of course, Earl Spence was, was setting the pace. Effective aggression was Earl Spence. And defense, both of the guys... Both of the guys got hit. It was it was high tech technical boxing. It was clean. And usually when you see a southpaw and orthodox to see a clean fight like that, we only see one clash headbutt. I I, um, I believe so. The referee called, but it was a clean fight. Clinches. They 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 clinched out of the clinches when they wanted to. The referee didn't have to say break. It was a great clean fight. I think every time you see uh, um Daniel Garcia, it's always a clean fight, man. These at this level, it's just a, it's just the ultimate physical chess match. That's what it is. And Earl Spence, when, the, when there was close rounds, his effective aggression is going to get the rounds. And sometimes they may not. Some people may not look at his work. Um, Danny Sol Garcia body work, for me, in my opinion, was more clearer than Earl Spence. I think a lot of the body work was also hitting the elbows. And I think a lot of the uh, the upper, uh, a lot of the shots that Danny Sol Garcia was throwing to the head was also also, also blocked by um, Earl Spence with his high, with his high guard. Um, so... It was just a great matchup. Earl Spence just did more. Effective aggression, I think, won this fight. The jab, of course, won this fight. Um, both men was was actually consistent. I think both of them were strong. They fin both of them finished strong. And that's thing, that's one thing about Earl Spence. He's never gonna get weak. He's actually gets strong, strong in the later rounds. Um, and of course, this is the fight that people are just gonna compare it to, right? This fight people compare it to. Um they they're gonna they're gonna compare this fight to, of course, Dennis of Garcia for Porter. Porter fought Spence, um, Porter fought um, Keith, and Dennis Garcia fought Keith, and this is what comes back around to the beginning of, what, of the beginning of what I was talking about with Keith on Tom Thurman and Earl Spence. Um, Keith Keith Thurman beat Porter and Dennis Garcia. Now, of course, what's the fight that everybody been waiting for? Of course, Bill Crawford versus Earl Spence, in which Bill Crawford was there today, the y'all. He was there that night. And I would have thought, you know, that Bud Crawford would have said something, standing up, stand up in the sea and say something and holler his name. I'm next. You better fight me or something like that. <laughs> hey, shout out to PBC for actually acknowledging Bud Crawford in the stadium. Um, but I'm thinking about Bud Crawford. You're going to go to the stadium. You got to bark. You're just going to just enjoy the show. And I just mean like... um. I mean, right, these guys could really, really promote this fight better. I, I mean, this is one of the fights that doesn't have to be promoted. But when the camera is on, when the camera is on, Bud Crawford has to do a better job in barking. He needs to promote. This is his money. This is his career. It's not this laid back type of stuff. Because we've seen Bud Crawford and Earl Spence 
going at one another, cracking jokes and stuff like that. This is what they need to do at all times. It looks like that Buck Crawford and Earl Spence has found this new profound respect for one another. That you know what? This overmarinated fight is not even calling me for me to call out this fight. To really have it on my content and do a bunch of videos about it. Because it seems like they don't want it as bad as the fans want. It seems like they don't want it bad. But you know what? You know who talks shit? Keith from Tom Thurman. You know that Earl Spence hate Keith from Tom Thurman. You know what? I could see this. And that this fight been a bit of larger buildup than the Bud and Spence. You know? So might as well. If, if Earl Spence is not going to be fighting Bud next. If Earl Spence is not going to be fighting Manny Pacquiao next. Then I would like to see Earl Spence for Keith on Tom Thurman. You know what? Earl Spence, he's very civil, very respectful for Matt, to Manny, very respectful for Danny. Nobody talks shit. They don't talk shit. It was very respectable. Kind of boring promotion. Um, very respectable to Mikey. Very respectable to Mikey. They talk, he talks on the phone with Bud Crawford. But when it comes to Keith on Tom Thurman, Earl Spence gets in this savage mode. He gets to talk and he gets to talking trash. You know what? And Keith on Tom Thurman just talked trash too about him, him uh, um, living off his shadow. I like this buildup. I like this talk. I like this promotion. And you know one thing about Keith on Tom Thurman? He's going to talk his way into a fight like he did with Manny Pacquiao. He's going to talk his way into this fight. And I'm going to tell you like this. This promotion will be like Tony Harrison and Jamel Charlo. It will be epic. And I'm going to tell you like this. It will sell. Because one thing about Keith on Tom Thurman and right now, one thing about Earl Spence is they do not, they do not um, let networks down. They do not let network networks down. Buck Crawford does. But I'm going to tell you like this. Keith Thurman will talk his way into this fight. All he needs to do is just talk more. He can talk his way into this fight. But he needs one more fight. We're going to need to see if not. If he's in the shell of himself. We want to deceive Earl. A lot of people want to deceive Earl Spence's back to, to his normal self. He is. I mean, the man down is not there. But even with Keith on Tom Thurman, the one time is not there either. Now, you'd be like, yo, Punch, why are you talking about Keith on Tom Thurman a lot? Because this is the welterweight division. And the welterweight division is my favorite division. You know what? It's a division in which nobody is head and above shoulders above anybody. Nobody. Nobody's a head above shoulder to everybody. This was a close fight. I mean, it was very. I mean, of course, you all know that Earl Spence won, but it was a, it was a close it, it was a close fight in terms of competition. The same way it was a close fight with Sean Porter was a split decision. The same way that Porter and Thurman was close. The same way that 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 Danny Garcia and Thurman was close. The same way that Porter and Ugas was close. The same way that Thurman and Pack was close. The same way that Kell Brook and 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 and, and, and um. Spence was actually competitive before his hour now. All these fights are good. So of course, all I'm saying, I want to see I want to see Earl Spence, of course, but Crawford, but that's overmarinated fight. And I just don't think that fight is gonna happen. I just don't think that fight is gonna happen. And now you got Earl Spence and Manny Pacquiao. I just don't think that Manny Pacquiao is gonna fight that fight after two years. And I don't even think that it's smart for Keith on Tom Thurman as well. But Manny Pacquiao is not desperate for the fight. He doesn't have to be desperate for the fight. Keith on Tom Thurman needs to be desperate for the fight because he doesn't—he's he could be easily freezed out by these guys. Now, something about Manny Pacquiao. I love Manny Pacquiao. You already know how I feel about Manny Pacquiao. The GOATs, I say the GOATs, my friend. The GOATs, the son of Manny Pacquiao, the eighth division world champion. You already know Manny Pacquiao. But... 
With all the power that he has and all the respect and the accolades and legendary and the ambassador, the humanitarian, everything that Manny Pacquiao is, y'all already know, man. He can't, he can't hold that bell hostage. It's been 17 months already. There's no talks of him when he's going to be fighting again. Remember that WBA, because of, the, the, uh, because of um, Thurman's inactivity, we only seen that bell be defended two times. And it could be defended two times in the span of four years. Not good. That means for almost a half a decade, goddamn, you're holding that bell hostage. I mean, everybody is fighting, so there's no excuse for Manny Pacquiao. Now, we understand that he's a senator. We understand that he's a senator. But you understand? But you can't be bigger than boxing. Nobody is bigger than boxing. Nobody should be bigger than boxing. And I'm cool with Keith, I'm cool with uh, um, Manny Pacquiao um, um, giving up the belt and having a fair wear fight. I'm cool with that because you know what? Manny Pacquiao got nothing to prove. And for us to keep on asking for more for Manny Pacquiao at the age of 42 with a long layoff of almost two years if he fights again because there's no fights announced. He's going to go 18 months. The WBA is going to have to make a decision with Manny Pacquiao. Or Manny Pacquiao will have to make a decision. But, of course, we're still living in a pandemic. Would it be smart for Manny Pacquiao to leave his Senate seat and go away for two months while the world is in the pandemic still? Would it be smart for Manny Pacquiao to do that? Then he got a greater responsibility. And this is why I say maybe it's a good idea for Manny Pacquiao to actually drop that belt. Is it more important for him to fight or is it more important for him to fight for his people in the political seat? Because he got major responsibility. I don't know. That's something for Manny Pacquiao to have his priority to, to priority in check. But do you think that will kill his presidency if he's going for president? How is he going to go run for president and leaves the Senate seat to go fight? Think about it. The one that the man that or the woman that's gonna run against him, they gonna that that's not gonna work. Think about it. In the height of a pandemic, when probably laws should be passed and and the protocols, Manny Pacquiao left for two months and went to America to get his money, to get his fight, and the guy that's running against him in prison gonna be like, look. What's going to happen as a president? What he's going to do? Do you count on Manny Pacquiao to be here 24-7? He might be in America when there's something happened. How about if something drastically happened during this pandemic and, and, and during the pandemic and Manny Pacquiao is here in California training? What kind of responsibility do you think he's going to be held? So you really have to think about it. I think if he's going to go one more month without making an announcement, I hate to say it, but, you know, I think it's due. And I don't even think people should be mad at it. And, and, and again, not nothing to prove. He could leave like Michael Jordan, like Michael Jordan did his thing through, the, made that shot after the Utah Jazz, and he good. So, it's, 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 it's crazy. Um, boxing is good. Boxing is a great momentum. Uh, and, and again, about the floor, maybe then Logan Paul. I think there's so. Come on, man. You could do so much, man, than than fighting a Logan Paul, man, or exhibition, whatever. Like I said in one of my videos, go check it out. The latest video I just dropped. Um, floor Mayweather, man, he's in a position to do a lot of great things, not only in boxing but in sports. Got to take advantage with, with with the relevancy of his name and his voice. Um, I don't I don't like the move. 
I don't like the move because for me, it makes a mockery out of boxing. I can understand people going to be like, but what about the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr.? Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. was two professional, two legendary fighters, two fighters that could have met, could have met in the ring when they were when they were still fighting, when they were still young and fighting. You know what? It was nothing. It was two ex-professional boxers doing it in exhibition, and it was great. Everybody was happy to see Mike Tyson back. It's not like Mike Tyson was fighting some some YouTuber. You understand what I'm trying to say? It was actually entertainment. I understand the flow made with Conor McGregor. I didn't. I didn't like that it was actually sanctioned to be a, a, a real fight. It could be sanctioned, but not a real fight. And to the records that making Floyd Mayweather to get a 50 and 0 record, I think that's making a mockery of the boxing. I think it's doing a disservice to boxing, and I think it's devaluing the sport of boxing and the boxing. And what I think that Floyd Mayweather is trying to make the boxing is, is a damn circus. I mean, I'm not taking that away from Floyd Mayweather what he's done in his career. One of the most prestige athletes, one of the most prestige boxers that ever laced them up. One of the best. He is one of the best. But why make a mockery out of your own sport? Yes, you put your blood, sweat, and tears, and you don't give a damn about the sport. I don't think that Floyd Mayweather really cares about the, the, his stables. I don't really think he does. I think it's about him. You know, it's always been about him because you already know that boxing is a, is a lonely world. You know, it's not a team sport, really. Not a really a team sport. I don't know. I can't get in the head of, of Floyd Mayweather, but I just think that, hey, I would like to see Floyd Mayweather and Oscar De La Hoya, too, on, on, on the exhibition That would be cool That would be cool And I'm not putting anything On, on, on Logan Paul On Jack Paul And nah Hey I do YouTube myself Hey if the money is there Man I go fight I, if, To fight Floyd Mayweather Yeah I do it You know So ain't, ain't, ain't no shades Throwing at, at Logan Paul No no whatsoever Keep doing your thing My brother Keep doing your thing Jake Paul Logan Paul Keep doing your thing But we saw what happened In that last fight We saw what Jack, Jake Paul Limited and, 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 and limited training Where he trains With professional And things of that nature And look what he did To Nate Robinson What you think that Floyd Mayweather Do to Logan Paul He could do the same thing Remember you can't play boxing Floyd Mayweather said himself So why would you play boxing now Why would you play boxing Why So I don't think it's good for boxing. I think boxing right now, man, I think people could take boxing serious, especially after the Earl Spence. And you got next week, you got Anthony Joshua. Boxing is good, man. It's not getting overshadowed. The uh, basketball is not, not in tune. It's going to get in tune. But we got to milk this momentum right now. And we can't have a news like Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. Now it's becoming a circus. We don't need the circus. The boxing is heating up. We don't need the circus. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, so... More props to Earl. I would love to see. Of course, you all want to see Bud versus Spence, but I don't think that fight is going to happen. And I don't think it's. And I don't think that it's actually. I don't think it's it's actually um smart to make a Bud Crawford and Earl Spence right now because Bud Crawford's um contract expires October two thousand twenty one. So why make that fight and get a, and and for Bob Emmer to get a cut thirty percent, forty percent, whatever he get. He could just book Crawford, just go to PBC after this expires and make that house money, house money, in house money with Earl Spence. Psh. Or even with Manny Pacquiao. Feel me? Like, why? Why cut Bob Averman into this deal? Why? That's not smart business, in my opinion, in my opinion. So, and of course, and there's this story that 
Bob Abram and Bud Crawford said that they signed it. That it was 95% done deal. But Mikey Garcia said that it was 95% done deal with Manny Pacquiao. So Manny Pacquiao was going to fight Bud Crawford and Mikey Garcia in the same night or something. Somebody is lying. Somebody's a liar. He's a liar. Somebody is lying. <laughs> Somebody's Mr. Pinocchio. I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. <laughs> oh, man. But man, uh, I can't say enough about the sport of boxing. It was doing, it's doing good. It's doing great. Um, uh, McCaskill going to be fighting the first lady. Jessica McCaskill going to be fighting Cecilia Breakers. I can't wait for that fight. Amanda Serrano going to be fighting also December seventeenth. Um, uh, and the poem to be announced. But the queen of box, the 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 knockout queen, the pound for pound knockout queen, seven division world champion Amanda Serrano going to be back in the ring. Um, and shout out to women boxing. They're doing great. A great win by Katie Taylor in this last in the last go out. Um, Deshaun got her belts back. Clarissa Shields going to be fighting MMA. And this is a and this is a problema, my friends. My friends, this is a problema. This is why we gotta support women boxing. We gotta support women boxing. Now you're gonna see these women go and leave boxing and go to the UFC and go MMA and whatever. You're gonna see them leave. Because we do not support. They're supposed to be a gentleman. We gotta be the gentleman out here to support these ladies, man. We gotta be the gentleman to support these ladies. That's the only way they're gonna get paid. If we go out and we support these ladies, man, it's no it's no time for discredit discrediting, devaluing any accomplishment of these ladies. No time for that. We could do that later if you want. We could do that later. But right now, these ladies, these, the queens of boxing need us. Need us now. And need us now. Coño, se ven buenas estas esta mujeres, una bestia. <laughs> Shout out to Makai. Shout out to my home girl, Christina. Tina, Tina Cruz. Gonna be re- representing Puerto Rico. Um, so yeah, I just, I just would like us to really, um, I would like them to get paid well. And shout out to Heather Hardy with the with the interview she had with Ring IQ. Um, I think I think they gotta get paid well and they gotta be um they gotta be distributed well and, and place them in 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 good and in, in lineup in a good lineup you know. Um, so I hope things get better for the ladies. Uh, they're gonna leave us, man. And it's not fair that they gotta go cross over to the UFC right back to boxing just to make a living. Um, I think that we gotta put them in great cards and put them in great positions so people can see them. Because they are very entertaining. Very entertaining. Very, 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 very entertaining. Um, I really don't want to talk about the, the Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. I think that's something that's going to be going on and on and on. The excuses and things of that nature. I think just put the excuses in the back burner. Put the excuses in the back burner. And, I mean, like I said in one of my videos, I said that, you know, Deontay Wilder is not the only guy that, that couldn't take a loss well. I mean... There's a sport of boxing. It's a dangerous sport. It's a lonely sport. Um, a lot of pressure on you. Um, you fighting in front of the world, and Deontay Wilder's a destroyer, and a destroyer being destroyed like the way he was versus Tyson Fury. I mean, look at George Foreman when he lost to Muhammad Ali. He went crazy. He was blaming that somebody put something in his water, blaming that the ropes of the of the ring was loose, blaming that the that that if he got knocked down, he made a deal. They made a deal with him that if he ever get if if he ever gets knocked down, to find his corner and they and don't look at the ref that they will count for him. And he blamed it on the count. He fired his corner. You know, George Foreman. Then he lost to Young um several fights later, and 
he, 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 he left boxing. He disappeared and became a pastor. He left everything, remember? So there's a lot of people that take their loss that uh, worse. Um, I'm just in a business right now to understand these fighters as human beings and not like chicken and, and dogs and, uh, you know, some people, I would love to everybody to take their losses like Cecilia Breakers. I would like to everybody to take their losses like Joshua Greer. Very respect. I would like to everybody to take their losses like Danny Sue Garcia did this past Saturday and just give respect to his opponent. Danny Deontay Wilder actually did that in the night of the fight, but then everything else came about. But hope he gets back in the gym. We need Deontay Wilder. We need Deontay Wilder. You already know, man. Uh, 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 I'm always, I keep on saying you already know, man. I think that's going to become constant in my vocabulary. I got to change that. My fault, y'all. My fault, y'all. I'm going to get better at this. I'm going to get better, okay? Take it easy. Take it easy, my friend, okay? I'm professional, okay? But you understand what I'm saying. So, I'm happy. I'm happy how boxing is going. Um, get back in the ring, champ. Get back in the ring. Um, um, work on work on your work on your skills. Put more tools in the toolbox, man. Hire 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 whoever you need to hire with a game with, with to give you a great game plan. Polish your tools. Implement more tools in the toolbox. Um, Deontay Wilder's gonna come back strong. I do believe that he could be a heavyweight champion again. I do believe he get the trilogy. He got it's high possibility that he knocks out Tyson Fury. Yeah, I said it, okay, because Deontay Wilder has the eraser. Deontay Wilder got that basic skills where people want to talk about that. This is just a one trick pony. Yeah, one trick pony is basic skills. He's beating people off the basics. It's not the one trick pony. He's beating people off the basics. Say it right. So again. Um, shout out to all these boxers, man. Modern Day Warriors, Modern Day Gladiators. They put their life on the line for pure entertainment. Good job, Sean Porter on the PBC um, telecast. Um, shout out to, to Mrs. Plant. You're going, doing a good job. But everybody else, y'all fired. Y'all fired. Can't wait to see Caden Plant back in, the, in, in, back in the ring. I thought he was going to get back in the ring in December. Uh, probably January is a good is a good month. Adrian Broner going back in the ring. Um, Keith Thurman going to be back in the ring. Who else? I hope David Benavides get back in the ring. Shakur Stevenson going to be fighting this weekend as go, uh, as well. One of the one of the um um one of the phenomenon in the sport of boxing. They're going to be one of the forefronts of sport of boxing to uplift the sport to evolutionize the sport alongside with Teofimo Lopez. Boots and is going to be fighting December twelfth as well. Boots, Boots, Jaron Boots and is going to be fighting. Also, Brandon Lee is going to be fighting the same day. Oh baby, the young, the young, and the young lions is out here to is out here to raw. Check them out Y'all already know who got the best Who's the best Is Pawn Drunk Boxing A.K.A. Mr. Moonshot himself Y'all already know Subscribe to the channel Hit the notification bell Give him an updated video Subscribe uh, Also follow The Smelling Salt Podcast The Smelling Salt Podcast The best boxing podcast There is Y'all already know God bless And on to the next